everybody. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. Merry Christmas in July. This is so exciting. We are here to preview the upcoming Christmas in July season. It's going to be very fun. I am film, film critic Rachel Wagner and Jax from the Bubba Sessions here. Rachel, well, we've talked a lot since we've recorded <laughs> together, but I we've not done a podcast since the snake draft. Um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where does the time go? Where does it go? <laughs> yes. So how are you doing? We're so sorry to hear about the news about your show. We're very sad about that, but uh, we're glad to have you here on uh, on the podcast. And how are you doing? Um, not that I'm glad that you're sad, but it makes me feel good that you're sad in the way that uh, you miss it. So, <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, no, I think what is what has been great about this is that, you know, obviously it was a, a huge bummer, and a bummer. Yeah. A bummer kind of sounds like it's an understatement, but I think, and I'm sure you can appreciate this, Rachel, as a film critic or someone who's a freelancer especially since I've done like theater and acting my whole life, I'm just sort of, sort of used to things. Like I've never really had a nine to five job that yeah. was consistent. So for me, not to sound like little Miss Mary sunshine or anything, but like, I don't really expect things to last that long. So after the first year, when there was a year or two, it was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so um, I, well, I would have, love for it to continue year three year four year five mm -hmm. you know because it was wonderful I also am sort of a hold on tightly let go lightly kind of person I'm very into what I'm doing when I'm doing it and then when that time has passed it's sort of on to the next adventure yeah. but for for me it's not the next adventure that like Hallmark's not a huge part of my life obviously it still is because I do think the content is getting better and better, which is part of the disappointing thing about not being officially home. Exactly. But now I have time to get to see fun things like this with you and still yeah. celebrating Christmas in July. That's right. And we plan to have you on plenty. We're excited to have you uh, a, a part of our, hopefully a part of our uh, Hallmarkies family uh, going forward. Uh, Cause we think you're great. And, uh, oh, I and love so, that. you know, I yeah. think you guys are great and I've got to see you in your Santa hat come Christmas. Yes. <laughs> that will be there. And we will, we will, we will do the, the snake draft again and maybe I'll just have to lead the way this time and maybe that'll help. I don't know. <laughs> Rachel, I was so confident. I'm usually never that confident, and I decided be bold, and then I was not right. So I think you, I, I do think you are going to have to take that on. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know about you, but I am so ready for Christmas in July. Like it's just, it's been you know a, a long six months. It's been very busy. And I'm just ready to watch some Christmas movies. Oh, I am too. I'm getting at the twinkle lights and you know, I've got all my sweaters. So you yeah. put the, you put the air conditioning on, put the sweater on, get the twinkle lights ready to go. And I still have some Hallmark wine left from last Christmas. So we'll see if I break into that. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Your, uh, your kitten's not going to know what, what's, what's happened. No, definitely <laughs> like, what's not. What's going on? <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> but it's just it's there's something relaxing about watching a christmas movie off season i really think it's true yeah i agree and i do think that after we're all sort of getting back into socializing on different levels and while that's exciting parts of that can also be stressful so mm -hmm. the great thing about this now is that Rather than last year when I felt like I was sort of trapped in my house and I, I needed right. this, this year it feels like it's something that I'm, I, I want to say it's less than I need it and more than I want it. And I can appreciate mm. it because it's a choice to watch it. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. No, it does. It does that, uh, yeah, that you're not, there's not the sense of, uh, 
isolation like there was last year exactly (laughs) yeah like what else are we gonna do we're home of course it's gonna be on tv now it's like (laughs) oh i get to get cozy and choose to do this and i could be out in the world but why do that when i could be comfy on my couch with my cat yeah yeah so it's gonna be fun and and i also find that i'm a little bit nicer i mean i'm i feel like i'm always nice but i'll when you're watching so many all together, like you end up, it's just like a different experience than when you watch one, uh, one individual and be like, Oh, this one wasn't that bad. It was <laughs> well, there is less of a sense of the, the, even when I'm enjoying something, sometimes things feel like they blur together. You're like, wait, yeah. Even even if it is something you're like, oh, I love about this one. Wait, that wasn't that one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but this doles it out a little bit more. Yes, yes, definitely. And we are so excited because we have a new movie coming out for Christmas in July. So we're going to preview that, and then we are going to each give five recommendations for movies that are playing in July, and so you, the ones you won't want to miss. And uh, yeah, hopefully this Christmas in July movie will be better than the previous Christmas in July movie uh, from uh, 2019, The Christmas Camp, which was not my fave. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even remember. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) It wasn't even like a camp. It was like them helping them do household chores and like walking their dog for them and it, it it was it was not not good in my opinion so hopefully it, it this it one will not be fe- i will agree with you there were not um i liked it but i will agree that there were not camp vibes there no. were not camp vibes and there was so much you could do with a christmas camp hello that could be so fun and it was just like they're just like helping them do chores and like walking their dog and like judging people i i just didn't i did not like that one at all but you're like why aren't they getting paid for this like this is not christmas (laughs) you're like dog walking rates would be higher than like what is the situation here (laughs) that's right uh so we have crashing through the snow coming up and it stars amy acker warren christie brooke nevin and christian braun and uh, director Rich Newey and new writer to Hallmark, Tamar Laddie is the name. And here's the summary. This is kind of long, so forgive me. But it's Maggie and her ex-husband Jeff have always been friends first. When Jeff's new girlfriend, Kate, spontaneously invites Maggie along on their Christmas getaway in Aspen, she jumps at the chance to spend the holiday away with her two daughters. Maggie feels like a third wheel crashing their Christmas, but she's not alone for long as Kate's hapless brother, Sam, shows up unannounced with a plan, always seeming to live in Kate's shadow. Sam wants to put an end for that trend. He convinces Maggie that together they can help give her daughters their best Christmas ever, but neither of them is adequately prepared for the blended family challenges that lie ahead. Or the feelings they develop for one another. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rachel, I am all kinds of excited about this as someone who has divorced parents. I'm like, thank yeah. you, Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is interesting because, I mean, why on earth would uh, would Kate want Maggie to be along uh, with the uh, the spontaneous trip to Aspen? But nevertheless, she goes. And it happens to meet the hapless brother, Sam. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be called the hapless brother? brother yeah. <laughs> it's really good. It's a good summary. Well done. Whoever wrote that summary. Uh, I I think this does sound fun because we don't typically get blended family stories from Hallmark. And so that could be a really fun dynamic. Plus you get to have two couples that you're kind of following as opposed to just one, which is fun. And I'm sure the kids will be super cute because they always do a good job with cute kids at casting in Hallmark. They, they really do. Hallmark does always really get themselves some cute kids who can actually act, which is really nice. 
Yeah, they they do great. Whether it's uh, whether it's um, when calls the heart or the movies, uh, they do a great job. Uh, this writer Tamar Laddie, he is he or she. I'm not sure if, uh, if that's uh, uh, has uh, Heart of Dixie credits, and then also General Hospital. So he has TV. He or she has TV credit. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they bring. It's always nice when you get a new writer and it's kind of giving, I mean, I love our, our faves, you know, Nina Wyman and Tracy and and Julie Sherman Wolf. These people are incredible, but doesn't, uh, doesn't Nina Wyman have the, is it the, the crown for you guys? How many times has she been on the pod? Yeah. So yeah. she's been on the pod six times. Yes. Yeah. So her and Catherine Disher, are the queens of the podcast. Well, don't even get me started <laughs> on your Catherine Ditcher interviews. I listened to all of them. The latest one multiple times because she is a, she's a true treasure, that woman. She's and so the is best. Nina. They're both wonderful. But yeah, yeah. You, you know how to pick them in terms of like when you have repeat customers, you know what you're doing, yeah. Rachel. Well, Nina was our first ever that we had. So she's always going to be special for us. She was our very, very first interview we ever did. And then, uh, and then Paul Campbell was our second. He was our first actor that we interviewed. Oh, he's so funny mm-hmm. too. And they yeah. get along really well, don't they? Haven't they worked together before? Nina, Am oh, I Nina? That up? Yeah. Yeah. Nina yeah. and Paul. Yeah. They get along real well. And I feel like Paul would just get along with about anybody. He's so, he's so yeah. nice. It's so nice. <laughs> and he's self-deprecating, uh-huh. which yeah. I love. Yeah. And uh, we, I, I loved, I loved having Catherine on the podcast, not only because we love Martha and Good Witch, but she also was in the original X-Men animated series, which I love and adore. And so to get to talk to her about voice acting and her career and everything was just so fun. And <laughs> Oh my gosh, uh, she's so great. You know, animation is my first love, and then then Hallmark movies. Second. You're like if we're ranking it, and she yeah. she checks both those boxes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the one who's probably more excited to get to interview people like uh, Andrew Francis and Catherine Disher and Giles Panton and people because they're like incredible voice actors. <laughs> you're like i'm getting it all right now i get to dip into all yeah. of my favorite fandoms right. yeah like if i'd had longer with i we only had uh, like three questions with danica mckellar when she was on it was only 15 minutes i think but if i'd had longer i would have asked her about as uh, uh, her um teen super teen uh superhero uh voice acting or some of her other voice acting or oh right. i would love to ask Lacey chabert about her voice acting because she was in the wild thornberries and so many great uh but uh <laughs> i forgot anyway. that she was in the wild thornberries until yeah. i remembered and then when you remember you're like oh, of course this is so perfect for her it's such an underrated show now that we're going totally off topic but it's i think it's it, it you never hear it talked about with all those like Rugrats and uh and Ren and Stimpy you know like those those Nickelodeon shows from that era but I think it's the best one it's really good I that's sometimes what I find annoying about when certain things come out in the world and you're like oh man if that was on now or certain things come out at a time whether it's movie tv music where sometimes it gets lost and then when you look in the rearview mirror or people rediscover it it's like no it was it was amazing it just mm-hmm. was like the right thing right. but the wrong timing yeah it's true yeah but uh i i think it's going to be good chemistry between amy acker and warren christie what do you what do you think about that that pairing yeah i'm really excited about this pairing um i like both these actors a lot and i think i think that it'll be interesting to see how with the kids they're navigating everything because i think especially we saw too even during the pandemic there were some people who were sheltering in place as blended families and then um Mm. occasionally families will spend the holidays together and getting the opportunity to watch Hallmark navigate this, I think is going to be really funny, especially with what you're saying too, with the dual romances. I always like that too, that rather than this one sounding like a, 
like an A plot and a B plot, it'll be a little bit more even, if that makes sense. Or at least that's yeah. what I'm hoping. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, I don't know this Christian Brom uh, or Brune, sorry, Brune. I haven't seen him in anything, but yeah, neither. Uh, let's see if he's been in any of their Hallmark movies. I guess he did an episode of Good Witch. Um, yeah, it's funny anything. watching the actors pop into something, and then you you think you haven't seen them before, and then you're like, wait. <laughs> he was in Shoeax Christmas. Uh, Who did he play in Shoeax Christmas? He was probably he was probably in the firehouse. Okay, yeah, yeah. That tracks. Yeah. And seeing if I see anything else. But anyway, so yeah, that I think they'll hopefully have good chemistry and uh, the interactions with the kids will be fun. And uh, so, yeah, I'm excited and hopefully it will be a a nice little uh, new movie for the summer. They don't always do. Christmas and July movies, but I like it when they do. I loved the one with Catherine Bell, uh, the um, Home for Christmas Day, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, that one's really good. Really, really good. And I actually, I really like the title of this one. I think Crashing Through the Snow Mm -hmm. makes it sound zany. It's a little bit more of a unique title that doesn't, because I think sometimes there's the complaint that. They all sound the same or things like that. No, I'm, I'm not saying this is the most original title in the world, but to me, it sticks in my head. And I think, oh, that's interesting. That makes me want to watch that. Well, and the poster looks a little funny, you know, like with Brooke and and Christian making kind of like aghast faces yes. and them laughing and the kids with the reindeer ears on. So it looks like it's going to be. A little bit funny and a little bit madcap, which I am in favor. In fact, we had our uh, patron watch along, which you should all join the patron group <laughs> for our patron watch alongs. Uh, and we had it with Nina Wyman, uh, speaking of Nina, uh, in June. And she said that they're definitely encouraging more humor uh, as part of the uh, uh, the sort of changeover that they're doing. And so I can you feel like you can kind of see this here. And maybe it's a sign of things to come because they definitely had more humor last Christmas. And I think it's going to be even more so uh, this year. So that's fun. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I think that as they're upping the humor, they're upping the complexity and the nuance of the storytelling, which is also exciting, too. I think that I mean, there are certain things that are always going to be formulaic but that is not just hallmark that's the genre and that's part of why we all watch it for those of us that do but i think that you can still up your game while checking all those boxes and i definitely feel like hallmark channel is gonna done a good job of doing that this year Mm -hmm. and yet guys for those of you who aren't members of the patreon i love that you have the watch alongs and that you have really fun people pop in so you should definitely do that and we have a, uh, I haven't even announced this, but for July, we are going to have Rick Garman is joining us and we are going to be talking about, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, which I think is, oh, is that's kind so of fun. underrated. I really loved it. Yeah. It was very, was actually very funny as well. Um, so we're going to have him on the, uh, let's see what date is it? It's the 17th. We're going to have him on. So. You should still, you should join uh, the uh, Patreon. It's really fun. We do those every month, do the watch alongs in any level can join only $2 a month. So it's, it's a, uh, I think we really do make it worth your while. And uh, we had, we had Nina on last month. And then the month before we had Michael and Janine Damien. We'll talk more about them. Uh, and we, and Lacey Schwer came on for about 20 minutes, which was amazing. Oh my yeah, gosh. So, I didn't yeah. know that. Wait, yeah. seriously? That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. It was really Was it cool. a surprise? Well, I we had talked about it and I but I wasn't hundred percent sure it was gonna happen. Um and yeah, and so then it did happen. I feel like yes. <laughs> I love that you don't wanna the worst is when someone over promises yeah, exactly. and under delivers. <laughs> so you were like, let me just not say it until it's happening. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sometimes Hallmark could use that advice. Yes. <laughs> they overpromise on certain movies. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> we're <laughs> waiting two years for. Yeah, that's right. For country movie. at heart or whatever. Although, uh, great movie. Hashtag worth the wait, but we definitely waited. We're like, when? <laughs> Yes. All right. So using our, when we do our Christmas preview, I don't know if you remember, but we have a scale of something is either a lump of coal means we don't, we're not excited for it at all. We have a sock, which means like a little bit more excited, but like skeptical. And then we have an orange, which is like, we're pretty, pretty excited. These are all things you can get in your stocking, right? This and is then so the cute. ultimate yeah. excitement is a diamond ring. Uh, so what would you give your excitement level for crashing through the snow for crashing through the snow? I'm going to give it an orange. Yeah. But like a really, really good orange. Like yeah. the, like, you know, like sometimes you get an orange in your stocking and you're like, uh, you're like Harry and David orange. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's okay. what level this is okay. for me. I'm like I'm not at my top echelon excited, but I'm I'm quite looking forward to it. And then afterwards, we'll see if it if it turns into a diamond ring. If, yeah. if that's but that's where I'm at right now. Where where are you at? I I think the same. I'll I'll also get the herring David orange because I I'm <laughs> I think it sounds interesting, different. But it looks kind of funny. I like the stars. Amy Acker hasn't done a movie for Hallmark for a while, so that's fun to have her back. And uh, so, yeah, I I will agree. The prestige orange. <laughs> yes. So uh, we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Right, now we're going to get into our recommendations for Christmas in July. And uh, these are each, we had to each pick five movies that are going to be playing on either of the channels during Christmas in July. And so if ones that we really like, like Trading Christmas, for instance, isn't, isn't playing, so we can, I couldn't pick it. Uh, so let's get started. Why don't you go first? Tell us about your first choice. Okay. So my top pick, well, I, these are all sort of equal to me, the ones I picked. So I'm not supposed to be saying them in any specific order. No, Is that no, okay? no. It's not like a ranking. Okay, Okay, yeah. great. So I am super excited about Christmas Comes Twice. Uh, that movie last year was so romantic to me. Uh -huh. The carousel, the chemistry, the science facts. Um, I don't remember what you thought of Christmas Comes Twice. Did you did you like it? I did like it. It was definitely a little bit bonkers. <laughs> Which I love the, the time travel and everything makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you're, you were so, like because it's your job to be a film critic, right? And for me, like sometimes I don't analyze things, and I'm just uh -huh. like, it's Tamara Martin, you know, it's yeah. Michael Xavier, it's Shirley Ralph. Like I'm like it's zany, yeah. and I don't analyze it, but I, 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 I really went with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciated the bonkersness. I thought it was fun. I. I definitely appreciate the whole idea of like seeing having one more time with somebody that you love. Like that always gets me uh, that, that whole concept. Yeah. You know, it, it yeah, I, I, I had seen it. I think it really touched me because 
my um, mentor and acting teacher passed away last May. And and then this really reminded me of some of the things I wish I could have said to him. So I was getting caught in the feels hard. Yeah. Yeah. But then also like the bonkersness of that, like you're saying, sort of balanced me not going too far into my my sad feelings. So that's I appreciated that sort of juxtaposition with hey, this and you got to give him credit. He waited there for like, how long did he wait there for, for her to be back at this? And he kept that, that, kept that scarf all that. those years. <laughs> I, I was like, that's the level of love that I want. I want this man to wait at this carousel. I hope he's never left or like taken a bathroom break yeah. or like even had any meals. He's just that's been right. here with my scarf. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of the there's this country song uh, by Justin Moore called If Heaven Wasn't Too Far Away. And it, and it always gets me every time I hear it, because it's all about if he could just go visit his, his uncle that's passed away or his, you know, his family or friends or whatever. And, and they could just go for the day. And I'm like, <sighs> Oh, I don't know this song, but it sounds like it's going to get me in the feelings. Yes, it that, does. Yeah. It's so good. And, and, you know, just that idea of like, oh, if I could, you know, just the people you miss so much that if you could have one more day or one conversation or just go for a visit and reconnect, like how amazing that would be. I love that. I love that idea. You know, it's people like Mike, all my grandparents have passed now. And if I could, uh, spend the afternoon with them like can you imagine like and what you would what you would say and what you would do if you saw somebody like that again uh, I I have a question for you about that like and this this is what was interesting in this movie like would would you be trying to have these very profound moments with say your grandparents or would you just want a regular day because in this movie uh, you know she doesn't know that she's past you know what i mean yeah. so i was wondering what would you have you thought about it what well, would you say to your grandparents i mean you do feel like you would at least tell her about the heart you know condition thing and kind of maybe give her a heads up but uh but <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah i don't know i think you would you would want it to be like something super meaningful but they would but for them it's just every you know every day i remember an interview with roger ebert where he film critic where he said Somebody asked him, well, what was the last thing you said before he lost his voice? He, he had to speak through a computer. And he's like, I don't remember because I didn't know it was the last thing that I said. And I think that that's, oh, wow. you know, that's very true that, that uh, to life. And, uh, you know, it's like um, uh, the great play Our Town. And if you ever heard that, but um, oh, I lo- it, it's my favorite play I did it in college. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah, it- Love. Emily, oh, yeah. she tries to pick something that will be very easy and she don't think it will be, it'll be something very simple. So she picks her 13 year old uh, birthday and she goes back and she's just crying by then because there's so many moments that are, that everybody's taking for granted and that they don't appreciate and that mean so much to her now uh, that she, she has that distance. And I think that's very true. Oh, I love that you brought that up because when she says, you know, we don't even have time to look at one another. I mean, that, yeah, yeah that's, man, now I need to go read and, or see that play again. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's one if of you- those, that, like, people, it was one of those plays that it's like, it got done so many times that people forget how profound it is. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, that play is a stunning thing of beauty. It is so yeah. good. Oh, I'm not like a real sucker for anything that's like the afterlife or like um, there's there's a really good movie that's that I saw last year at Sundance called Nine Days that you want to keep an eye out for. It's coming out this year. Really good about this way station in between where you get to decide whether you move on to the next uh, level uh, or you have to go back and um another one i love is called oh. defending your life with albert brooks and meryl streep have you have you ever seen no, that I, no i've oh. never seen that oh i would Hilarious. love this though because it's love really that good too it's albert brooks and he uh he's a like a talent agent or something like that i forget but anyway he gets an accident ends up going to this 
there's this midway station and wherever you uh however you lived your life the hotel is appropriate to your life and so he's in this like 1970s like kind of run down like type of place and meryl streep who died saving a child you know and all this stuff she's in this like super luxe fancy thing and the whole the whole idea (laughs) yeah the whole idea is that you have to you go on trial and you have to defend your life uh, and if you don't pass, then you have to try again. And they, they can go to the movie theater and they can look and watch their previous lives of all the different times they've tried and, and failed. It's really good. It's very, 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 very good. I cannot believe I've not seen this movie. Yeah. It sounds so good. It's really, really good. And it's and it's a romance. So people should, should see it. But I love stuff like that. Those kinds of movies. I think it's so fun. But anyway i think it's very it's a good pick it's an unusual pick it's something different that they did and it was certainly uh a step up from for tamara uh because i did not like her first film for hallmark and so this was a pleasant surprise oh i definitely like this one better and i think that tamara this one was such a labor of love for her and that like she produced it like she thought of the idea the concept and I think that that is also why I think it resonated with a lot of people because so much about it was just so true you know it just felt like it was sitting right in the pocket for her so I'm really excited to get to see it again yeah definitely and that one is playing July 10th at 11 10 central in the morning so people should set your dvrs now start your day um, off with it yeah have a little <laughs> bit of coffee yep that's right all right my first choice we mentioned the director michael damien and uh, and uh, his wife janine they wrote this it's the christmas waltz this was the i think the best uh, movie from hallmark last year and uh, it was delightful uh, it's after Avery's storybook Christmas wedding is canceled. A dance instructor helps her face her fears in life and fulfill her dream of learning to dance. And it's Lacey Chabert and Will Kemp. This is their second time working together. And I just loved the little bit of whimsy that is thrown in here. The whole dance sequence when they're dancing down the street was magical. I really liked their chemistry. I loved little moments like when he's playing, basically being kind of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Uh, I think that was so great. And uh, I thought there was a little bit of humor. The movie didn't take itself too seriously. Like when she's, when she's making him breakfast. <laughs> it's yeah. Terrible. Um, that was funny. I, I just adored it. I, we watched it again for the watch along and I adored it once again. And uh, I think it's, totally worth a rewatch it's it's so good yeah this is one of those movies where especially with hallmark making you know 40 new movies each season Mm -hmm. everyone's always gonna have their favorites but this is just objectively a very good film you know what i mean i just feel like like that scene that you're talking about where they're dancing in the street it is absolute divine magic and then her character arc is really interesting too. all things that she's trying to overcome and they are very very charming together like will and lacy have really wonderful chemistry so yeah this one is super exciting on all fronts and i know that during the live tweet i think twitter was on fire when this movie was yeah. was on because so many people were so excited to watch it it's it's truly fantastic and their relationship built really nicely and i also loved her best friend in the movie and i like the fact that the movie took time to uh, to have them the two of them just be decorating her tree and it, so it didn't have to be with the love interest. It could be just with her friend. I thought that was great. I really liked her parents. A Lara Solstice is really fun. Love her. I thought they were good. And I don't know, just overall, it was just, it was really good. I mean, the only, I guess, nitpick is that she does fall for somebody pretty quickly after being engaged, but eh, I was fine with that. 
we're like, no, it's okay. It's totally fine. I think the only reason why that doesn't bother me is because it, it, it was one of those movies where it was a little bit more clear that she really was engaged to the wrong person. You know, like in old guard hallmark days it was like the other person was always sort of the villain yeah but that wasn't necessarily the case in this one now they're going towards again a little bit more nuance but what i liked about this is that it wasn't that we were like i don't know who should she be with like her ex-fiance had a little bit of that toxic masculinity where oh my he's gosh confronting he was, Will Kemp's character he was a villain though when he goes <laughs> yeah. and tries to break them up not woo! okay yeah, I really like well, Jeremy Gilbot is <laughs> news. Yeah. Oh, very... it's like, no, 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 boo boo. This is not okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and so this is July 13th, 9 8 Central. So it's an evening one and it's delightful. People should definitely watch it. Uh, all right, what's your next pick? Okay. This will come as a surprise to no one. I'm obsessed with this movie. Road to Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love Cardi Wong. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Jesse Schramm, Tamako Maria Gray, too, and Terrell Rothery. I mean, this entire world. And Zach Hug is such a fantastic writer. We've got kittens, we've got humor. I just, I, this movie, it made me laugh so hard. It's so well written. The performances are really, really great. Yeah, if we had Jesse Schramm on recently and did a ranking of her movies, and this was my this was my top of her Christmas movies. I was my favorite favorite of hers is The Birthday Wish, but then this is my number two, and I, this was my favorite Christmas movie of what was that two thousand eighteen? I think yeah, that year 18, came out. 19. Yeah, was it? <laughs> yes, yes. I think yeah. that was my favorite that year too. It's really good. And I just love the whole road trip element of it. And I loved the relationship between the brothers and like little things like the fact that Chad Michael Murray had been sending uh, food to Cardi Wong all these uh, all these years to just help him. And yes. uh, I don't know, just I really bought these these three as brothers. I absolutely did, too. And I think his name's Jeff Gonick that plays the third brother he is mm-hmm. that line it makes me laugh every time rachel he's like merry christmas y'all farmhouse or wait is he yeah playing, is he playing the other brother or is he playing yeah yeah is he the third brother right that has yeah. done like theater and stuff right so every yeah. time that makes me laugh and yeah. I, so i'm really excited for a rewatch of this one yeah it's really really good and basically they're all trying to get to surprise their mother who is doing a, is a Christmas specials like a Martha Stewart type. And you know that it's an unusual homework movie because she's making her staff work on Christmas. <laughs> what is that? Julia Wise. When you, when you work for Julia Wise, you need must work on Christmas. That's, right. That's just that's what happens. <laughs> but I love when Jesse sings Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas at the end and uh, because she just sings it like a normal human. She's not all like, ooh, like they do oh sometimes. It doesn't sound. No, that's I love. OK, so by the way, I love the way you said that, because that's exactly what I was thinking. It was like, yeah. it's not auto tuned. It's not yeah. that thing. It's just really it's beautiful just, and simple. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good choice. All right. My next choice uh, is the it's Christmas Eve. And this is uh, stars Leon Rhymes and Tyler Hines and directed by Tibor Takas and uh, written by Tracy Andreen, who is so great. And yeah, uh, she's really good. Yes. And uh, so it's an interim school superintendent finds herself in a tough spot when she is assigned to shut down a school's failing music program and must come to terms with her musical past. So that makes it sound more boring than it is. <laughs> I, I mean, when you get Leanne Rhymes and just Tyler the, Hines, the, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah, the relationship <laughs> between the two of them and the script from Tracy and Jereen is really fun. She has a lot of sort of meta moments where she's talking about the, oh, did we have our meet cute, you know, kind of a thing. And yes. uh, that's really cute. And I thought that it was cool that Leanne Rhymes 
didn't do all the singing. She allowed other people to sing. And that was fun. And the little girl was great. And I love that you pointed that out because I'm going to be honest, if I was Leanne Rhymes, I would do all the singing. Yeah, I know. That's right. (laughs) And the ending was so swoonworthy. Really great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler Hines, he... He's just swoon worthy. It just is. It, like, so I feel, I feel like this came out, Rachel, also before we knew what we know now about Tyler Hines. Like he was this already was like a a, quite a pop. Is it, okay, so what yeah. was the first? I can't remember. The first, first one first. was Falling for You, which I still love and adore. Oh yeah, no, that one's a, yeah. okay. So that one is really good. But I feel like we, he's got this like dynasty around him now. He's got the Heinies, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. we didn't quite have that level yet, right? yeah no we did not this is just a fun little christmas movie with a good script and uh and good likable leads and so this is july 19th 11 10 central in the morning uh so what is your next pick Okay, so my next one is a Christmas duet because I am really obsessed with Chaley Rose. <laughs> yeah. Rome Flynn is great too, but like Chaley Rose, this girl has my heart. Yeah. And this, oddly enough, this is the only one of our picks that is directed by a woman. The rest. For some reason, all of her picks, which is, you know, so that was cool. That I'm glad I that didn't even realize. I didn't even yeah. realize that. Catherine Kyron, and I, I think that that Hallmark must have had a really good experience with Jaylee because it just seems like they really love her and really want to use her. I mean, she's she's great. I mean, we've interviewed on our, our show, and she was wonderful. Uh, so I, I think that that's a good fit. They found a good fit. Yeah, and I love, I mean, I love the music aspect of it, of course. And I just think mm-hmm. that she's someone I've really loved following her career. I love the things yeah. she believes in. Um, last time we got to interview her, she offline told us about a crush that she had on someone that she wanted to date in real life. So I, I won't say who it is, but every time I see this person um, on TV, I'm like, I'm thinking about you, Chaylee. I'm shipping this. So maybe she'll get her Christmas wish this year. <laughs> yeah. You're like, heads up. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't want to date her. Maybe she's dating yeah. someone now, but I mean, it's look gorgeous. at her. She's just, yeah, everything about her, her energy. And she also is someone who, um, and this may sound like it doesn't go together, but she has such a warmth to her, but she's also very cool, you know, like Mm -hmm. she's not trying to, she's not trying to be something other than what she is, but she's got this natural warmth both on screen and off. So yeah, I'm just a big fan of hers and I really like this movie and Rome Flynn's pretty easy on the eyes too, I will say. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen this one in a long time, so I should check it out when it airs because I remember enjoying it. But it's uh, it's July 18th, 11, 10 central. So people at 8 in the morning, people can take a look at that one. That's one you really got to get up for. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. My next pick is the first uh, five-star, five-crown score that I ever gave on this podcast. Uh, It is Miss Christmas was a movie that I loved uh, and I still love it to this day. And it stars Mark Lucas, Brooke Diorsay, Fiona Vroom, and directed by Mike Roll and written by Joa Boken, who is really great. She's oh, done some yeah. of my favorites. Uh, she did, of course, Miss Christmas, and then she did uh, The Love and Store, which I really thought was good, and also Falling for You she did, which I loved. And uh, and she just recently did her pen pal, which was so good. That was so good. I, I have a confession to make about Miss Christmas. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. Oh, my gosh. No. This is, so this is wild. So this is a new movie for me. This really was before excited. you guys were started the podcast. This is because this was 2017, really I think. Oh, my goodness. And when I oh, saw so that, so when you just said this, I was like, wait. So I remember, um, and also I love Fiona Vroom, too. Like, all these actors are great. But 
I'm really, really excited that I'll actually get to have another new movie this Christmas. And the fact that it was your first five crown rating, that makes me extra amped because obviously I'm going to like it if you liked it. It's so good. And it's basically about she's the she's in charge of picking the giant tree for the center of the city that I think it's supposed to be like Chicago or something like that. Anyway, it's, it's like the Rockefeller tree for Chicago. And uh, she <laughs> finds this tree uh, that is on the land of Mark Lucas's land. And, but it was like planted by his ex, his wife who's passed away. So he's got totally hot widower trope going on big time. And he is so charming and swoon worthy in this film. And they have the great chemistry. And it's definitely the best movie Brooke Jersey's ever done for Hallmark, in my opinion. Uh, and uh, they. She's such a cute guy. Yeah. And uh, so it's. Uh, it, it's just it's really good they he doesn't want to let go of the tree she uh, the other thing i liked about it is that that she doesn't have some like horrible boss who's like you know unfailing like an ice queen of business like everybody's normal and nice and Fiona Vroom is her is her colleague at work and she's great and so it's just it's so good i love it I uh, oh, wait sorry you were I think you already said when is this one coming on cuz I really this need to make sure is, I do not miss this one. Yeah, this one's July 12th, 11:10 okay. Central. So okay. put it on the DVR. Okay. Now cuz like obviously I'm I want I'll be watching a lot of these, rewatching a lot of them, but this one I I need to see because I've not seen it. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your next? Okay, so the one I'm going to go with next because you just introduced the Mark Lucas vibes. Good morning, Christmas. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> if you want yourself a Mark Lucas marathon, uh, we're here. So, yes, Ali Sweeney, Mark Lucas. This one made me so happy last year. They're yeah. the hosts of a morning show. And they have that sort of moonlighting chemistry that I really like. The snap, crackle, pop, if they don't get along. Mm -hmm. But they have chemistry when they're on TV together. But then you see that the show, the show, like the premise is that the show is, you know, going to be coming to an end. Um, and she's this real type A personality. He is a former sports star. But then you start to see, okay, they actually have some chemistry together off screen. So I just love this one. And I love the whole concept of the morning show. I'm really into watching. Um, I love when I get to see people do jobs that I'm very invested in that I want to kind of go behind the scenes. And I thought that this was a really fun one for that. Yeah. It was really, really good. I first of all, this movie looks beautiful. Like every all the decor and how they decorated this hotel is oh, gorgeous. Rachel, and their individual yes. like trees and their suites and stuff is so beautiful. And yeah. The suites look great. And like even the the heartier foods, like there were some meals that they would describe that it was like, this sounds really good. Yeah. Well, and it had a really great cookie making sequence because it actually mattered to the story because they had to be able to do the the uh, cookie making on the show so they were like practicing and they were making the cookies and and then they were bonding as they were making you know the cookies and and uh, so i think that that whole scene was really good when they were making the cookies and uh, yeah and i love how you pointed that out because it wasn't just a random cookie making scene because they had to do it on the show. It felt like it had even more sort of intention yeah. and purpose, which totally works. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just liked all the little things that they had them do as part of kind of getting to know each other better. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's charming. I, some people didn't like the ending, but I was fine with it. And I, they are, they are just so good, Ali and uh, Mark, and they had great chemistry. It was, it was one of my favorites from last year as well. And we interviewed Riley Weston, the writer, and she's she's really fun. And uh, she had done the, um, she hadn't done a homework movie in a long time, 
Uh, but uh, she's she is so great. Yeah. I just and I love following her on social media too. I always feel like she's yeah. doing really fun stuff. Yeah, she is always. She's got like music and writing, and and uh, she was a very good interview. I really enjoyed talking to her, and uh, she did one of my favorite. Uh, she wrote one of my favorite Hallmark movies, uh, The Nanny Express. Uh, from way back in a uh, in 2008 yes uh, have, you, have you seen that yes it's that one's good. Really good it's really good i haven't seen it in a hot minute but yeah <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> it's really good all right very good my next choice is uh is a little bit of a throwback uh it's charming christmas and uh this is stars julie bentz and david Sutcliffe. from 2015 the way back, way back in the day. <laughs> this this uh, is vintage Hallmark. Yeah. Um, but it's about Julie Benz. She plays this woman who her parents own this department store. And she goes back to work at the department store to help her parents. And there is this man there who may or may not be Santa. Like by David Sutcliffe. And she ends up becoming... Uh, she ends up kind of becoming Mrs. Claus. In That's the, what I was going to uh, ask. I was wondering yeah. if this is what I'm and, thinking of. Okay, yeah. And she's kind of <laughs> cynical about it. And, of course, he is very optimistic. And oh, the, the cool thing about this one is that it's not just her story, but there's also uh, the other employees that work in the department store. So there's this one woman who's a single mom, really struggling for Christmas. So there's, like, her story and there's a couple other stories and then her parents and her kind of uh renewing her relationship with her parents and they're going to sell the department store or whatever and so it, it has a lot of of tropes but like has enough whimsy uh to be charming and to really work and it kind of has those miracle on 34th street kind of kind of vibes with this department store and uh, i just i really enjoy it they don't do much christmas magic anymore and I think this one is a really uh, solid one. And I like the I like the two leads. Yeah, and I love a bit of Christmas magic. Like I think as we are going into, you know, these more complex storylines and and things like mm -hmm. that, which is great. I, I still hope that Christmas magic will continue to be incorporated because that's part of the reason why I watch these movies. Yeah. And this one is actually on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It's on June twenty seventh. 12 11 central so uh, and rachel i believe if this poster is the poster that i'm thinking of his santa hat might rival yours <laughs> so <laughs> not that it's a competition or anything but <laughs> and you have a pretty great santa hat so i'm just saying very proud <laughs> oh my santa hat uh yeah no he is a good one and uh he and julia really cute in the movie so all right well what's your next pick your last pick uh, okay so my last pick nine lives of christmas it was the origin story for the bubbly sash when with shawl and i bonded over that initially and you i mean come on we all know yeah. you can't go wrong with cute firemen adorable cats kimberly sested being hilarious and being even though she's the perfect hallmark channel lead like she's wearing a big puffy coat she's buying too much ice cream like she to me is a much more relatable lead for how i live my life and i yeah. like seeing that reflected back at me <laughs> yeah and she she is going to school and i know she's just there's a lot of things that make her just very easy to relate to yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, she's juggling a lot of things, including a landlord who doesn't want her to have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Routh, of course, is super charming in uh, in the movie and uh, their their relationship. I mean, just their almost kiss is so good. And oh, then when so he does good. kiss her is really great. And. Uh, the whole scene at the party is really <laughs> done. You're like, oh no. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> what, well, and I also like that this was more of the era, again, of like the villain uh, girlfriend. And Chelsea oh, Hawks yeah. is really funny. Like yeah. she's really, really good at being a straight up villain in this. Yeah, no, that's very true. <laughs> like there's no redeeming she's qualities like, in the best like, way. Heading towards Krell de Ville territory here. <laughs> like, wait, she's treating those cats. <laughs> she really is. Like when she lets when she lets the cat out. Wait, it was Queenie and then I can't, oh my gosh, uh, I can't remember. What's the other one? Name. Darn it. Queenie uh, and oh, someone knows. Someone definitely knows. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. She I can't think of she it. She opened the I mean, that that you're like whoa 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 back this up like yeah. but that is the beauty of this movie it made me laugh so hard and then all's well that ends well that everyone's fine but yeah you're right absolutely Cruella Deville vibes here <laughs> yeah it's a classic there's no denying it well my oh, then that's on July 9th I mean that's on July yeah July 9th 5-4 central so get that on the DVR if it's not already Mm -hmm. um all right my last choice is also considered a hallmark classic it's snow bride and snow bride it's my second choice written by tracy andreen of the five <laughs> so she's a rock star it's so good total yeah rock star. and she st it stars katrina law jordan belfie patricia richardson and did you know that Kat katrina law and tracy andreen are sister-in-laws Wait, I did not know this. Yeah, they are. And we got to have them both on last year, and it was a riot. It was so fun. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, you yeah. know what? Now that you're saying this, I think I did know it because I listened. But you know something is in the recesses of your mind, and you like forget <laughs> it because there's so much going on around yeah. Christmas? That is but so this, funny. This is the – I mean, we should all be grateful for nepotism because because uh, mm -hmm. Trina Law is absolutely great in this in this role. And it's a great script from Tracy. And uh, she plays – Katrina plays this, this gossip uh, writer who is looking into this Kennedys-like family. And uh, she ends up getting kind of stumbling upon them in this wedding dress through various shenanigans. And, and there's sort of a fake fiance plot and it's just fun it's a fun funny movie she's great in it and uh it's got a nice spirit of family also in it and uh so i think it's definitely worth checking out yeah katrina law it is she's so authentic on screen. I mean, and off. She's just she's yeah. just a really, really good actor. And I like that Snow Bride definitely leaned into that. What you're, you know, just exactly what you're saying, the shenanigans. It leans into that and doesn't take itself too seriously, which makes it an even better movie. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's it's just very entertaining to watch. So. There we go. That is our, and this is on July 24th, one twelve central. So that's our 10 recommendations for this upcoming Christmas in July. And uh, so, yeah, let us know if you're listening, what you are looking forward to for Christmas in July. And, uh, and thanks so much, Jax, for coming on talk with us. Rachel, thank you for having me. I can't wait to do it again. I yes. can't wait for a reunion for the snake draft, but hopefully we'll get together before then. Definitely. Because um, <laughs> I always love being on the show and I love listening because, yeah, you just, you make me smile and I always Aww. love your hot takes on things. And I always get good recommendations from you as well. Like now I've got to watch the Meryl Streep movie. Oh yeah. You'll love that. It's really fun. Uh, so there we go. Thanks so much. And uh, where can people find you, follow you on social media and all that fun stuff? Um, they can find me at Jacqueline Collier on Instagram and on Twitter at Jacqueline C tweets. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And then also make sure you're following the podcast, to Homework is Pod and Homework is Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It really helps us out. 
And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, like we talked about, that's really fun. And you get to be part of our Facebook patron group and get to help us come up with ideas. And, uh, and we chat about whatever we've been watching. And then also they, we have the, the watch alongs, which are really fun. It's only $2 a month. It's a no brainer to so definitely join. And uh, we also have our merch store, which has tons of cool designs uh, by artists like Jessica Miller. And, and they're really fun. So check that out. And thanks so much. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.